Welcome to my podcast. It's the host, yours truly, Hoeda. So over quarantine, I had a mind shift about the way I see certain things. Coming back to school, I felt as if though my perspective was being more and more challenged by the academic surrounding I was in. The teachers, the material, etc. started to make me question some things about school. In this episode, I had a conversation with one of my teachers about things I've been thinking about more and more relating to school. Keep listening to hear more. Okay. Hello. So do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. Uh, I'm Mr. Bloom. I teach American Studies and AP World at West High. So I'm in the Social Studies Department. Okay. So first question to start us off is when an opportunity in the class comes up for students to voice their opinions on certain matters. Are their opinions generally the same or are they all different? I think that I've found that most students have different opinions. Maybe there are points of agreement that a lot of us have about certain things, but especially when I read my students' writing, I find that we have a lot of different perspectives and ideas that we bring to the classroom. Do you think that the school has like an influence on the popular opinions or do they just kind of come up with their own, I guess? That's a, that's a really good question. Um, maybe, maybe yes, maybe no. So I, I think that you know, thinking from my department's perspective, a lot of the stuff you guys maybe think about um, the United States and American society or American history, I'm sure that we have an influence on that from the point that you're in middle school all the way through high school. But I also would say you guys bring a lot of stuff that you know from your outside world and the, and the news you watch and the people you, you talk to. Um, so maybe a bit, but I wouldn't say it's everything. Okay. And is there, are there times where things are being taught where students have to compromise their own beliefs and morals for like a grade or to please the teacher and to get a conversation going? That is such an interesting question. So let me tell you, as a teacher, my gut reaction to that question is, heavens no. We never force students to compromise on their beliefs and their morals in a classroom. Um, but I do have to ask you, because I know this question comes from like a place that you, you either feel or you've experienced, um, or maybe people you've spoken to have experienced this. So can, can you give me a little bit more perspective on that? What does that mean to you maybe in the classroom? Okay. so. There was this time where in like this one class, I had to do something that goes against my religious beliefs. And even though I didn't believe in it, I still had to do it for like my grade. It's just things like that where teachers don't think it's affecting you, but really it is. And then another example is when I first came to the US, I didn't know what Christmas was or any of these holidays were but they had us coloring Santa and like saying, like singing Christmas songs and stuff like that. And that just, that's a compromise on my part cause I didn't even know what it was. And then as you get older, it's just like a norm even though it's actually not supposed to be. So mm. that, mm. teachers don't take into consideration like who you are sometimes when they're teaching this type of stuff, you know? So things like that. Wow. So, and as in a, politics. with politics too, sometimes. Okay. 
So first and foremost, right, as a Muslim in America, uh, you are definitely running into a, a lack of cultural awareness, right, on the part of your teachers uh, a lot of the time. And I think um, I have to step back and acknowledge I do the exact same, I make the exact same mistakes. So even though my first answer is heavens no, I know in the classroom, I can think of an instance with a student this year, <laughs> I spoke Arabic to someone who didn't speak Arabic. Um, and that was a huge mistake <laughs> because I, I judged somebody by the way they looked um, and by, the, by their name instead of uh, basically asking them. And so uh, I could say definitely that students, even in my classroom, have probably had to compromise, as you said. And that's, that's a, an interesting way to think of it. So you've been kind of forced to say, okay, I need to get this done to get the grade um, or to get the participation for my class. So I may have to compromise on my, my beliefs. So I do agree with you, right? In your experience, and I guess reflecting on my own, that is happening. Um, I would ask then maybe how do we how do we get around that? Because I think the real issue to me as a teacher is that should never be something that's part of the grade, right? It is most of the time because I think teachers bring in their own beliefs into certain things when it become when they're teaching. Mm. Like Christmas is not something everyone celebrates, but the teachers who do celebrate it like to do activities surrounding it or just with any other holiday that isn't popularly celebrated so yeah so for my um, so I have to give you a rundown of what I understand um, about our schools. I think that the, the teachers that our students really enjoy taking classes with have the most influence. And I think those, those teachers are, of course, kind of in every department, teaching different things. So it's hard to nail one down. I will say the most conversations that I think students have about um, their, their lives maybe, or like a classroom experience that I hear about probably comes from English because maybe English has the closest connection to my department. And I would assume maybe that overlap happens in the same direction where something we're doing in history is maybe brought up in, in English. Um, so I, I would say that those in, in my world, right, in my social studies world um, are, the, are maybe the most relevant. But I'm not sure really what, what uh, strikes you guys and what, what other teachers might think about that. So how about social studies? How do you guys influence this? <laughs> so I think, um, you know, before we started recording this, we talked a little bit about how uh, there's the influence of what we're teaching and there's the influence of how we teach it. And uh, from my, my perspective, what we teach doesn't have that much power over influencing you guys. I mean, the, the state tells us what to do and, and we have to decide as teachers how to bring it to you. It's how we teach it that I think really is, is what influences your views of the world. And I think in my department, we definitely, all of us choose different ways to emphasize the things that we either enjoy teaching, to emphasize the things we think should be important to you, 
And of course, that then causes our own beliefs to be part of, you know, the education that, that you receive. And I think that's kind of an unavoidable reality. But I mean, maybe I, I, I wonder with you, um, do you see that as like the how you teach is where teachers are giving you most of what they give you? Or is it, is it what's taught in school that, that you really see as influencing people? Um, it's a little bit of both. There's like, for, okay, so the teachers, their influence, I just remember this one teacher in eighth grade, my American studies teacher. So I asked him if we were gonna have like a unit on black history. And he goes, yeah, we're gonna talk about slavery. And I was like, oh, okay. And then we talked about it for two days. And the first day it was just like, yeah, we do know slavery happened and yada, yeah, we know that. And then, but the way he delivered it, he said, but there were good slave masters cause they let some slaves work inside and like nobody cared about that. Like the fact that he said they were good slave owners, stuff like that. Te mm -hmm. Like students remember that. All students, not just black students, just all students can remember this and they can like use that later in an argument or in a class discussion. And that's like really dangerous because it's almost saying like, oh, well it happened, but at least there was some people who like, you know, that got to work inside or whatever, just things like that. It's just, it had a really bad influence on me. It just made me feel so, er, I didn't like the class anymore because of that. Mm. And then with the curriculum, I don't know. Sometimes like some classes are set up to talk about things that not everybody wants to talk about or not everybody agrees with and stuff like that. I don't want to give a particular example because it's going to hurt some feelings. <laughs> but there are some classes where I'm like sitting there and I'm just like, I don't care because it's not, it's not good. It's not important. It's not inclusive. And yeah. So it sounds like maybe the first problem you brought up is the how it's taught. So definitely there was somewhere in the curriculum, like we need to discuss slavery. Um, but the way that it was communicated obviously left like a really bad taste in your mouth and was like kind of, okay, this doesn't feel like a, a genuine education in the topic and it wasn't enough time. Um, and then maybe the second thing you brought up is like the what we teach. And so the funny thing is, I think that students can make the most impact on their teachers um, and make change, actually most in that first category, you know, by, by having conversations and calling us in and telling us like, I, I think we could do maybe more with this. I think we could discuss this in a way that um, feels, I don't know, more genuine to me or, or doesn't leave me feeling kind of like icky. Um, I, I do think, I, at least I hope teachers are receptive to that. It's the what where it's kind of hard for us to change. You know, I, I can imagine there are a number of students that are rather upset. We've been talking about World War II for a month now. <laughs> and um, the problem is in terms of the what we teach, uh, there's a lot of stuff that I, I kind of need you to understand for the rest of this class to make sense. So there I'm kind of stuck. And so um, I feel like, 
if there's anything from this conversation that maybe you could use going forward and anyone else could use going forward, it's maybe to have those, you know, either one-on-one -on -one conversations with your teachers or those questions in class that really get us to think about the how and how we make that, that teaching um, more inclusive, how we make that teaching um, feel like, yeah, we are doing justice to that, that topic that interests you. And so can parents, I'm going to bring parents into this because I feel like parents aren't really involved with their students, with their children's education that much. So can parents be fully confident that their child is learning useful information that teachers always promise that they're going to be using after high school and stuff like that? Can they be really confident in that? Or is that just something y'all say so we can come to school? and they can feel happy while they're at work and all that. Well, here's the question I have to throw back at you. What, what does useful mean? Is it, is it useful? Like, am I really gonna use it after school? Is it gonna make me like a leader and responsible and things like that? Cause I hear a lot of teachers, they're like, we want you to be your best or we want you to be leaders because this is our school's message and stuff like that. But is the material we're learning actually gonna make us leaders and stuff like that? Or is it just something that they're saying? So there's a part of the school experience that's a little bit like trying to sell a car where I try to come up with every reason that you need to buy this car right now except the car is a worksheet. <laughs> and, um, and then once you have the worksheet, you're going to have to drive the car. Um, and then you're stuck with whatever car I sold you. And it sounds like maybe the, the car salesman techniques are kind of what you're asking about, where teachers say, this is, this is important to your life. This will make you a better leader. This will um, help you in your job in the future. And I have to say, that's you know, a little bit of car selling. There's so much in your future that will be impacted by school. There's so much of your future that won't be impacted by school. Um, so that usefulness topic is an important thing. And I have to say, can parents be confident that you're getting something useful? Um, they can be confident that school looks a lot like it did when they were in school, um, which is to say your parents know there are parts of school that are really great and there are parts of school that maybe they look back on and they they say that could have been much more useful um so yeah i i can't say that they can be super confident hmm. well, other than is, go oh, ahead sorry can you okay um what is the goal of educators what is your guys's goal like what are we preparing for exactly what is this life after high school? <laughs> so we may have many different goals, but let me tell you what my goal is. Um, most people will not remember a lot of what we teach in social studies, and that's okay. I didn't really know much history when I left high school because I didn't honestly pay much attention. The important thing that I hope you get out of it is um, a chance to find maybe something interesting that you'll continue to look at, um, learn how to maybe work with others and um, take on some, some topics in a way that makes you use your brain first um, instead of using your, your gut reaction to something. 
Um, and, and so what I'm teaching hopefully is kind of an approach to the world as opposed to you know, a, set of, a set of facts. And my goal then is that you can use that to honestly live a better life. Uh, my class doesn't get you a great job. My class doesn't really get you those degrees that you know, lead to something that pays you a whole bunch of money. Um, my class though, hopefully, is um, setting you up in the future to really feel fulfilled in life. And that's personally what I care about for my students, so. Well, I talked to another teacher. She made a comment saying that we're being prepared to be employees after high school. <laughs> do you agree with this or do you disagree? So in the stuff that we teach you, probably not, because in most jobs you won't use it. But in the factory style of school where you sit in a desk and you've got a job and you do your job and then you, you know, clock out at the end of the day, most certainly, right? The, the routines of school, the fact that you have to listen to a boss and you have to know your manager, your teacher, uh, in order to get ahead. Um, those are all realities of, of the world that maybe are useful to learn. And so from that perspective, I can see why, why that might have been wasted. But it's not necessarily the stuff you're being taught. It's the process of school, if that makes sense. Okay. okay. And then have, do you think that students are being brainwashed when they're at school? because of the agenda that the school has or the way it's being delivered, whatever reason it is, do you think students are being brainwashed? I really like this question too. And I have to put myself back in my high school brain to remember um, that there is so much, I'm gonna say there's a lot of messaging that goes on in schools. Um, I'm not gonna use the term brainwash, because I, I do not think we are brainwashing you, which kind of sounds like I'm, I'm emptying out whatever's in there and then I'm filling it up with whatever else I want, you know, and there's like soap involved. Um, but there is some strong messaging around a school. Uh, the school is covered in our um, kindness community and learning posters. Our curriculum is full of what the district believes is important to the families in the district. Um, and so there's always going to be this agenda. There's always going to be this spin. Um, but I would ask you, I guess, how much do you feel that you see that messaging and that spin taken on by your peers? Which is, my question is, is the brainwashing working, right? If we are trying that, is it working? Actually, it kind of is. No. <laughs> Teachers do this thing where they like to structure their questions for the class in a certain way to get a certain answer. And once a student says that answer, then other students start piling. But then there's always these people in the class that don't agree, but they mm -hmm. feel like they have to agree. So then they do. And all of my teachers basically believe in the same things, at least from what I know, all the same things, like even with politics, religion, all of it, like they all have very similar views. So it's like getting repeated throughout my day. And I'm, I feel like other students can also relate to that. And once that keeps happening and you're doing it for like 12 years, then yeah, it's, it's like 
brainwashing quote. <laughs> so what are some specifics of, of that agenda, if you would? I'm not asking you to call people out, but like what are some of the ideas that you feel are being transmitted to you guys? Uh, well, a couple of them go against like my own beliefs. Sometimes teachers give this, I'm not gonna say who, I say teachers plural, but it's like teacher, but it's like, you don't need God, you don't need anything. You can just make up your own morals. And then other teachers are like, you can dress however you want. And things like that, that I don't believe in, but they push it. And mm. it's like, they set it in a certain way where it's like, why don't you believe that? So then it's like, it's with a little bit of, I don't want to say anger, but it's like, like a why, why don't you? Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> stuff like that and then I just I feel bad and I'm like oh yeah I should probably like agree with this they're probably right you know I'm probably wrong I don't think I'm wrong but I, I feel like I am <laughs> so yeah so that so that kind of um that pushing that happens I think in uh, with a lot of people that you interact with in in work in school and it's something that you'll probably experience um for the rest of your life so I will start off and say I'm glad you're getting the exposure to it now. Now let's look at, okay, how, how can we frame this in a way that we can maybe get something um, productive out of it? Uh, have you tried to ask maybe why uh, those perspectives are, are being stated? Um, why, for instance, you know, I, so in AP world, um, sorry to bring up something from a class that you're not in, but um, we, we do have to talk about world religions a lot. And the first thing that I tell the students um, is like, I, I have to be critical of these religions because you need to know about religion as, a, as an idea. So if you belong to one faith or another, I need to explain to you the history of that faith without you feeling like I am attacking your faith. And so we talk about a lot of you know, religious concepts. Um, and what I would basically try to have as a perspective if I were a student is, let's say that Mr. Bloom in AP World History um, makes you feel uncomfortable for being a, a Christian, right? Um, what is going to be the response you make? How, how can you ask me what I'm trying to say by my questions that causes me to really get to the meaning of what I'm saying? Because when people say something like, you, you don't have to dress a certain way. And you know that might mean something to you what it means to them is totally different. How do you figure out what, what they're actually talking about? Because we're often thinking about a specific situation anytime we make these really general statements. Um, and that's, that's really hard to tease into. So, and, and I, so I can see eye to eye. You do feel like often you're asked questions that are pushy, that are kind of forcing you to, to take on um, maybe really uncomfortable ideas in whatever response you're forced to say. Um, and in one situation, in that instance the teacher is thinking of, maybe that makes sense. But in the instance you immediately think of, that's that doesn't match your values. Is that kind of the issue? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then also with politics. Some teachers are very open about what they believe in, but others are not. For the ones that are, they're very open, <laughs> very like, very happy and proud of it and that's not a, I don't have a problem with that obviously like believe in what you want to believe whatever but then when it's like kind of like why don't you again that 
like, why don't you? Why not? What's wrong with it? Yada, yada. Like, I don't want to, <laughs> but it's kind of like being pushed. So yeah, it's still, it's kind of like, I don't know. That it's pushiness, I, I will say that pushiness, I, I do find um, a bit alarming. Um, it is, you know, it's one thing to be open and proud of, of who you are. Um, and it's another thing to try to kind of invite debates where you're basically asking students to um, justify their own positions or, um, or asking students to try to attack your position, um, which to me just doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't feel ex especially comfortable you know, being an, an adult trying to do that with um, young people. But um, hopefully that's something where um, those are just, you know, specific instances that you then see uh, in the future, there's more conversation. They're trying to, trying to inspire conversation. Um, but I can get, I would feel the same way about that pushiness, Hoeda. I, um, I think that would find that problematic. And also I have to acknowledge that I probably do the same thing to certain students. So, you know, I, we, we have to understand that sometimes we are stuck with who we are. Um, and so that, that issue will come up for, for cer certain students in certain situations. Okay. Oh wait, one last question. Are parents fully aware of what their, what their children are being taught in school? Like, are they? <laughs> Like sometimes the classes are described in a way, and then when I enter those classes, I'm like, this is not what I signed up for. Yeah. <laughs> so the funny thing is that now we're back to like the what is taught and the how it's taught. The what is taught, they have a pretty good sense of what is taught, but the how, my goodness, they have no idea. So, you know, those those comments that that we make as teachers that are trying to maybe sell you that car. Uh, and then, you know, when you're stuck driving that car, it breaks down. <laughs> They don't really know about all of that. <laughs> they don't know about your day-to-day -day life with us. Um, so, you know, that's, and those are maybe the things that they'd find really interesting. But yeah, the what they probably know. It's, it's the how, the how we teach it that I think, I, I doubt they really have any idea. And you have to understand most of your teachers don't know the hows of the classroom next door too, just because we, we are stuck in our own worlds. So, you know, it, as a student, you get really the, the widest variety of chances to go into all these different places and figure out all these hows. And teachers and parents and everybody else, we just don't have the time to see all of that. Yeah. Well, that was it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That was it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you would like to see more of my work, I will leave a link to my website in the show notes. Bye.